True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, among others. They'll do all of that so you can do literally anything else. You have better things to do with your free time than focus on your lawn care. Let True Green take care of all the hard work it takes to get a great lawn while you take care of everything else on your to-do list. You can trust True Green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which gives you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. Think about how hard it is to manage our fantasy baseball teams. You need all the time you can get to put in waiver wire claims, fab bids, send out trades, and set your lineups. You'll have that extra time when True Green is taking care of your lawn. You do you, let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, guaranteed. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. Now, here's Frank, Scott, and Chris. Welcome into a bonus edition of Fantasy Baseball today on Thursday, June 15th. Frank Sample joined by Chris Towers and a very special guest, former Major League outfielder and All-Star and World Series champion, Dexter Fowler. Welcome to the podcast. We really appreciate the time, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Let's get right into it. Uh, I know we only got you for a couple minutes here, and I want to talk about that World Series win. You helped the Cubs, and the 108-year drought came back down from 3-1 to one in the series, which featured an extremely dramatic Game 7, one where you hit a leadoff home run off of Corey Kluber. Tell us some about the emotion in Game 7 throughout the series, and maybe a little behind the scenes on that uh, that Jason Hayward speech during the you rain know delay. What? It's funny because I... It's kind of a blur. Like that, I feel like that game lasted for three weeks. <laughs> every time I, every time everybody asked me about that, I'm like, "Dang, did that really happen? That really happened?" <laughs> but uh, no, we had a. I mean, we knew we were the best team in the in the <laughs> National League. In the we knew we were the best team in the major leagues at the at the time, and it was just a matter about showing it. Obviously, they were up three one, but we knew we still had a chance. Ever get tired hearing World Series champion Dexter Fowler? Uh, anytime they they have champion in the in the sentence, that's all, that's what it's all about. Especially since we won the World Series, 108 years. Yeah, can you tell us at all about that uh, that little Jason Hayward speech that we heard about during the um, rain delay? Well, I mean, Jay Hay called everybody together. Um, everybody kind of spoke. Jay Hay started it off, but everybody kind of spoke. So everybody, we kind of cleared the air. You know, just between. Um, you know, obviously, you know, everything that be been going on, everybody was down of sorts. Now they came back and tied the game up. But uh, I think everybody was ready to just go out and, and, and continue continue playing. You've overlapped a little bit with uh, Shohei Otani towards the end of your of your career. Obviously, one of the true unicorns in the history of the sport. What was that like? And have you ever seen a better player than him? Like, can you even fathom what he does every day 
Yeah, so Shohei obviously is my teammate for a year. Um, just him and Trotty in the same room. Like, <laughs> I mean, but then you see you see Shohei, and Shohei's one of the nicest dudes you'll meet, right? Super respectful, comes in, gets his work done, works super hard. He's never with the position players. You only see him hit before the game. He hits before the game. Maybe he takes BP sometimes, but he usually just hits before the game in the cage. But he always is with the pitchers. And it's crazy because, like, you look at him and you're like, this dude doesn't even, like, practice hitting. He's this good, <laughs> right? And he's the, he's the – not only is he the best player out there, he throws 100, right, hits 450-plus home foot homers, and the dude is the fastest dude on the field. Nobody knows that. Like it's wild. It, it's it, wild. Like the dude's Superman. Like you sit there and you see Trotty and Trotty, like Trotty can't throw a hundred. <laughs> yeah, he he had a home run the other day, four hundred and sixty feet. It was basically on the inside lower corner that he hit the opposite way. And it's just like, I don't know if I've ever seen someone do that. It was funny because when he was in the a home run derby, I was telling everybody, I was like, show he's gonna win this. Like, just because I see him take BP every day. I remember the first time I saw this dude take BP. Um, we were in, I was obviously with the Angels, and I come out and we were in the minor league side because of the uh, the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I'm out there and we had this, the weight room was kind of, they had this deck and it looks kind of over a field. And so I go out and I can't see who's hitting and there's home runs going out left center. And I'm like, like over the scoreboard and they're like going. And I'm like, damn, who's hitting, right? And it was crazy. I walk out and I was like, that's a lefty hitting a ball like that? <laughs> and it was Shohei. And I was like, this dude is unbelievable. Like, I, right-handed pool hitters can't hit balls like that. And this, so, the, obviously, that pitch right there, like, that's his, that's his sweet spot. And he goes the opposite way better than anybody. Shohei Otani, amazing. Uh, Dexter, in fantasy baseball, we're constantly scouting prospects and looking for the next big thing. And... Prior to 2009, you were ranked as a consensus top 15 prospect in all of baseball. What was that like for you? Did you feel any kind of added pressures just knowing that you ranked that highly on prospect list? Uh, what was that like? I'm glad you just told me that now because I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so no pressure. No, I'll, just, I'll just play. I'll just play. No, um, there was pressure. There was pressure at the end of the day. But I, I think we, we as players put more pressure on ourselves. Nobody wants to go out and fail, right? So... Um, I don't think me myself, I, I, mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I didn't really care. I, I feel like I put more pressure on myself than the fans put on me. Right. Cause I wanted to be great. I wanted to be great. You want to win world series. You want to be all stars. You want to do, you know, everything under the sun. And it's just, it's just a matter about going out and doing it and, and having that confidence that you can do it and that you belong there. Yeah. On that topic, the Reds recently called up Ellie De La Cruz, six foot five shortstop. This dude's a, Monsters already declared himself the fastest man in the world. He's switch hitter who hits 450 foot bombs from both sides of the plate. He's the fastest player on the Reds already. Have you had a chance to watch him? And if so, what are your thoughts? Uh, that dude's a freak. He's a freak <laughs> athlete, right? And I mean, you go. I'd like to see him in Shohei race. Yeah, he thinks he's fast. He might. He, he, I mean, he is fast. He's super fast. But like, you got dudes like. Obviously, Billy Hamilton, you got mm-hmm. like, like those dudes fly, right? And that dude flies. He is fast. 
But I've seen I've seen a lot of guys that are up there with them. But I, I love his energy and I love his confidence. Obviously, you know, we love playing fantasy baseball and we're playing it and we're analyzing all of it. And were you aware of fantasy while playing? Like, did you have people heckling you or anything? And, and do you play at all? Obviously, I'm playing in New York and I twisted my ankle. Right. I'm rounding the base. I twisted my ankle and it's probably like my third year in the big leagues or whatever. So I go and my ankle swollen like crazy. They have to cart me around like to the X, get an X-ray. And as I'm going back, they're like, hey, Fowler, when are you going to be back? You're on my fantasy team. I'm like, man, you don't even care about my ankle, man. This is crazy. <laughs> like all you, the only thing you care about is fantasy baseball. It was wild. I can tell you that we we care about the health of the players. I swear, Dexter. We were never rooting against you. We obviously want want you to get back. Produce. I need stolen bases. I need you to steal some. <laughs> like, you hear that all the time. Like I'm like, oh come on, man. Like I'm trying to play the game. Yeah. Do you do you play fantasy at all? Whether it's baseball or football or anything? Uh, I don't. I don't. I have I have two girls that are in the thick of things. They're down a dance dad. So like me sitting okay. down and doing a lineup. And doing a, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around another responsibility. Uh, it's like a, it's like another full time job. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. If I had the time, I would. Uh, let's rattle off a few rapid fire questions here. And the MLB has shortened games this season with the new pitch clock. Uh, what are your general thoughts on on the pitch clock this season? Um, I like it. it speeds the game up. Um, that's always a plus. I, I, I feel like the, the guys like it, you know, just being I'm, I'm doing a lot of media stuff now. So, I mean, getting in there and the time of games, I, I feel like the fans love it. Just talking to them as well. Yeah. In addition to the pitch clock, there's, you know, new rules, limiting pickoff attempts. We've got the bigger bases. It's all led to an increase in stolen bases. You're a pretty good base runner in your own right. How many do you think you could have stolen with these new rules? I, I don't honestly, I don't get the bigger bases. Okay. I don't get that. Like I, I, I can see the shift and the pitch clock, but the bigger bases. I mean, what's another? It's yeah, eight inches. You know, uh, it's it's not nothing. It's, it's not, not much. Nothing. It's not nothing. Just get a little bigger lead. Yeah, and especially with those new gloves that they're wearing too. I don't know if you had those when you were playing Dexter, but it's like these mittens that add a couple of extra inches too. So I don't know. Oh man. yeah, yeah, the little sliding things. Yeah, like I think. I I wore one of those. Mine was like this, and it just had the like pad right here. I think if you were still playing, man, we're probably looking at like 30, 40 plus steals you for Dexter Fowler. I, I appreciate that. You're the fantasy <laughs> guy, so let, let, let's let's play fantasy. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, I mentioned earlier, obviously, you had the chance to face Corey Kluber in his prime, uh, one of the best pitchers at the time. I know like you're going to have to scroll through a whole Rolodex of all different kind of pitchers that you faced in your career, but if there's one that stands out, like who was the toughest pitcher, the one that you would step up and say, Oh gosh, not this guy again. Uh, I said probably Scherzer. Max Scherzer. When I first faced Scherzer, like when he was with the Diamondbacks, Scherzer threw a hundred and he was everywhere. He was effectively wild. Like he had good stuff, but he never put it together. And it wasn't. It was like around a play sometimes, and it'd be, it's either a ball or a strike, and it wasn't close. But he everything looked it was nasty. And then he became a strike thrower. And then it was just like, okay, this dude is, it's like the ground when the ground was on. Like, you're just not, you could throw no hitter. Like, the dude's just that good. And he's going to come after you, which is awesome. All right. You're a, you're a pretty good outfielder in your time. Who pretty would you good? say are the, yeah, very, very good. Yeah, I appreciate very, it. Very, very good. That's an, that's an all-star good. right there. That's an all-star Who outfielder. <laughs> Who? So you, you know the position. Who would you say are the uh, three best outfielders in baseball right now? 
like all around. Yeah, best best outfield players right now. I mean, you got Mookie Betts. Yeah, I would also uh, playing shortstop and second base this year, right? Which is incredible. I go Acuna. Yeah, and I would go. I'm trying to think defense too. Um. Well, Dexter, I've got some Yankee decals behind me. I don't know if you uh <laughs> oh, judge, yeah, yeah, but judge is, I mean judge is I mean judge is a okay fielder. He's a little bit okay. Come he's, on, Dexter, don't sell my guy. Center field at six seven. That's pretty good. No, but I, he's good, don't get me wrong, but there are better fielders, is what yeah. I'm saying. Like yeah. well, yeah, Judge would have to be up there. Judge is MVP. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, he's right now he's up there. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that's perfectly a gr- good group. It's Those are all first-round picks in fantasy baseball as well. Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, and Ronald Acuna. Uh, Dexter Fowler, before we let you go, man, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, I know there's something that you deal with in your everyday life that you'd like to wait, raise awareness about. Yeah, yeah, so I have ulcerative colitis, and, um, you know, it's uh, obviously I shared that with, with the world now, and, you know, I, I just want to bring awareness to, to that uh, cause and, no, just just know that there are people out there that that that, that suffer through it too, Crohn's and, and colitis, and you know there are definitely some resources out there that you can go to and use, and that's Crohn'sandcolitis.com, and you know they can answer any of your questions that you might have, and you know uh, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable and 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 to speak up because you're only going to help uh, the person next to you and and obviously yourself. Yeah, I mean, tell us a little bit more about your experience, obviously not just as a ball player, but you're a father, as you mentioned as well, and maybe how that has affected some of the things in just your everyday life. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually, I, I try to I, I try to educate my, my family as well, like uh, my, my girls, like they're four and nine, and just even talking to them about it, eating right, not stressing, um, everything uh, under the sun, because at the end of the day, they're going to be taking care of me when I get older, right? So just to know, and they're going to be taking, maybe their kids, it's, it's, you, you never know. It might, it might be hereditary and you, you get in that aspect of it just so they know how to deal with it. And they have some markers to look out for as well. Almost 2 million people live with inflammatory bowel disease. And uh, I know you have a partnership as well. Would you like to uh, reveal more information about that? Yeah, so um, I'm a partner with Advi and they, um, they came to me when I shared my story and you know, at the end of the day, like like we said, we're 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 trying to move into to the right cause, and that's um, that's getting uh, people educated and um, about the about the disease and, and 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 helping them through through their process as well through Crohn'sandcolitis.com. Yep, I just wanted to again remind people of that website Crohn'sandcolitis.com, where it's a valuable resource. And look, we know. The, uh, the value of information and resources, everything that we do here on a daily basis, talking about fantasy baseball, obviously pales in, in comparison. But again, that's Crohn'sandcolitis.com. Uh, that is World Series champ, Dexter Fowler. Thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it, man. See, Chris, that never gets old. Right, I know you like it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Dexter. Lovely. How are we going, guys? All right. We're going to wrap there for Dexter Fowler and Chris. I am Frank. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to Fantasy Baseball today. We'll be back again later on tonight. Bye-bye. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. 
What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. As somebody who's been through this, I can tell you these features are so, so incredibly valuable. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools, and their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. The area you live in is just as important as the house itself. You can get to know a neighborhood without ever setting foot in it. Say you're a really active person. You could find out about the nearest parks. Do they have a baseball field? Maybe you want to join a softball league like Chris and I play in. Also, Homes.com Collaboration Tools makes it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.